0: Oh, I don't believe it. How old
1: are you, boy?
2: I ain't been on you, sir.
1: Pay up, gentlemen. It's dangerous, you know. Teaching them to read. Hmm. Uh, That's true. That Turner was taught to read. Nonsense. Let me show you.
0: Boy, can you explain to me the meaning of what you just read?
2: No, master. See?
0: It's like a parrot reciting Shakespeare. Well done, Elam. Well done.
2: Egyptians holding slavery. And I have remembered my promise. Say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord. And I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will rid you out from under their bondage. And I will redeem you with a stretched out arm, and ye shall know that I am the Lord.
0: Welcome to another episode of A Light to the Children's Ministry
1: with your host, the Apostle Reuben.
0: Welcome, welcome back, brothers and sisters, to another podcast of the Light to the Children. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben, and of course, brothers and sisters, um, in this in that clip I just showed and uh, which to me seems to fit in today's time a bet was made between two caucasians that a little boy would not be able to read out loud to them the bible and of course they said you know it's dangerous to teach them how to read and you see, look at the subliminal meaning of it. Fast forward to today. Teaching us how to read, knowing that one day from then till now, it would lead to the understanding of who a people was. And of course, The little boy played as if he did not know what he was reading until he went to his own people, which were in hiding, and had a Bible stored away, hidden away, that the master did not know about. And you could see that this little nine-year-old child understood what he was reading because he went right into exodus six and five and i want to go the book of exodus the book of exodus chapter six verse five says and i have heard and i have also heard the groaning of the children of israel he didn't say that whom the egyptians keep in bondage he said slavery but that's what slavery is bondage and i have redeemed i have remembered my covenant wherefore i say unto the children of israel i am the lord and i will bring you out from under the burdens of the egyptians and i will rid you out of their out of their bondage and i will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgment see the little boy read verse five closed the book, and recited verse 6. But he never said the children of Israel. But even the slaves back then understood that they were in a similar bondage to the children of Israel. See, these movies, brothers and sisters, these movies you watch, And this was a series, I believe. It's called Hell on Wheels. It was I placed a scene in the time of slavery, and there was different episodes back that reverted back to the time of slavery. But this was my favorite scene of that series. And I decided to open up with it because it was very, very important that we understand that since this time, the Bible has been presented to us, the children of Israel, the two children, in a way where it is parakeeted. Remember, the Caucasians said that it's like a parakeet reciting Shakespeare. And in this podcast episode brothers and sisters i'm going to show you that when he said that i knew right then that these ministers if it's right with these ministers now when we talk about slavery brothers and sisters the first thing we have to do is go to the book of deuteronomy 28. The reason why is for decades the book of deuteronomy 28 has never been read in these churches these sunday churches these buildings on the corner have never understood they have never read and they will not read up until this day since back then the book of deuteronomy 28 because that brothers and sisters book of deuteronomy 28 gives us the opening to what slavery is about the book of deuteronomy 28 verse 1 says and it shall come to pass if thou thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the lord thy god to observe and to do all his commandments which I have commanded thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Verse two, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Blessings overtaking you? You ever heard of that? Blessings will overtake you if you keep my commandments if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed Shall thou be when thou goest out see the lord is telling us if we keep his commandments these are the blessings that will come upon us not all nations upon the children of israel why verse 9 says the lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee if thou shall keep his commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. So these are the blessings because God wanted to establish the children of Israel as a holy nation. Holy people, this is how you are holy. It says the same thing in the book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 40. By keeping the commandments, we will be a holy people unto God. So when you read scriptures like um, 1 Peter 3, and I want to go to 1 Peter 3 because he's quoting, but just, just the word itself, holy. To be holy unto God is to keep his commandments. That's why in 1 Peter, let's see, chapter... Let's see if I could see it here. Let's see. No, no, excuse me. I was wrong, brothers and sisters. The book of first Peter, chapter one. First Peter chapter one, verse fourteen says, As obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the form of lust in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And he's quoting Leviticus 11.44. To be holy is to keep his commandments, because the Lord loveth judgment the love of God is judgment as it says in Luke 11 42 the love of God is in his judgments so let's go back to Deuteronomy 28 when we uh, when we understand brothers and sisters that keeping his Commandments God will establish the children of Israel above all nations upon the earth you'll read the same thing in Deuteronomy 14 and 2 when it talks about if. God wanted us to be holy and not eat the unclean meats. You read in Deuteronomy seven fourteen, Deuteronomy seven and six, and so on. But let's go to the curses. Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight verse fifteen. But if but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which i command thee this day that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee verse 16 Cursed shall thou be in the city and cursed shall thou be in the field not blessed like it was if we kept them see in, in, in deuteronomy 28 verse 3 we would be blessed in the city and in the field if we kept the commandments but if we didn't, we shall be cursed in the city and the field. In verse 16, cursed shall be thy basket in store. That's verses, that's again, you know, when you look at it, verse 5 says, blessed be thy basket in store. Verse 16, excuse me, verse 17 says, cursed shall be thy basket in store. Verse 4 says, Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Verse eighteen says, "Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body." See, keeping the commandments results into the good, but not keeping them results into the evil. Let's read on, because I got—I I don't have a lot of time to um, go over this. I want to skip down to verse 28. Deuteronomy 28, verse 28. And the Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. Now, I want you to understand something, brothers and sisters. The Bible says that the Lord shall smite thee with madness and faint of heart. Madness and faint of heart. Not, you know, it's just not by coincidence, the Lord shall smite thee with madness. So the first thing that God is going to do is strike our spirit. That's the first thing the Lord is going to do making us mad in our minds and faint in our hearts pay attention brothers and sisters because these are this is what happens when you start talking about slavery or bondage as we're going to be talking about here understand what, what what we're going to be talking about brothers So, let's drop down. It says, Thine ox. Now, the reason why I'm jumping down, because I have a lot to cover, I'm showing you, brothers and sisters, and even before I do that, let me do the right thing. I'm going to go back to Genesis chapter 3, because it just, it just wasn't there. It's been since the time of Adam, and I'm going to show you that it's the same. Genesis chapter 3, I just want to get this verse real quick. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 says And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree. Now they have eaten of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, of sin. Good is law, evil is sin. How how do we know? Let's prove it. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 24. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive and it is at now when we go up to verse 18 verse 18 let's read verse 17 deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 17 says you shall diligently keep the commandments of the lord your god and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee and thou shalt do that which is right and good good so the law is good paul said in romans 7 verse 12 that the law was good let me finish reading this then we're going to go to romans 7 and 12. it says this this is deuteronomy 6 18. it says that thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the lord that he may that it may be well with thee and thou mayest go to possess the good land which the lord swore unto thy fathers now let's go to the book of romans 7 and 12. you think it changed it didn't change it did not change romans chapter 7 verse 12 says remember i told you to keep the law was holy watch this romans 7 verse 12 says roar for the law is holy and the commandment holy just and good so good is in the law so when we know about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil we knew that the tree knew the good as well as the evil what is the evil let's take a look at the book of Proverbs let's see what evil is it's all through Proverbs but this is this is the one I like Proverbs chapter 29 verse 6 in the transgression of an evil man evil man there is a snare but the righteous does sing and rejoice now you can go back to proverbs 21 verse 4 it says a high look a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked is sin see we could we could go back and look at uh Proverbs 13, verse 21, where it says, Evil pursue of sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. So we, 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 we're going back to Genesis 3 because Adam listened to this tree. Now I want you to see what happened to Adam. Genesis 3 17. I'm going to continue where I left off. Of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed, cursed, cursed. is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of thy life in sorrow. Okay, we're going to find out what this means. Verse 18. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee and thou shalt eat the herbs of the field. In the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread till thou return to the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Now, back to Deuteronomy 28. Back to Deuteronomy 28. The same thing is being said to the children of Israel. It says, Cursed shall thou be in the city, cursed shall thou be in the field, cursed shall be thy basket in store, cursed shall be the fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind, and thy flocks and thy sheep, the fruit of thy land. It's the same thing God told Adam. So my question is: Was Adam like the children of Israel? Cursed. Because he became naked. Now, I'm going to show you something. I don't want to go. I'm just comparing things before I move on. Back to Genesis 3. Because this is what the, the Christian churches on Sunday try to hide. It says this. Genesis chapter 3, verse 7. It says, and the eyes of them were were opened, and when they knew, they were naked. And they knew they were naked. Naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves labels. They were covering something. Verse 8, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden, the voice. What is the voice of God? they heard the voice of the lord walking they heard the voice how can a voice walk a voice walk you got to think of these parables what is the voice of god let's look at deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 18 it says when thou shalt hearken to the voice of the lord thy god to keep all his commandments which I command thee this day to do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Now, again and again, the voice, God's voice, is something that people do not understand. A voice walking. I'm going to go over that, brothers and sisters, in another podcast episode. The voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the lord amongst the trees trees in the garden and the lord god called out to adam and said unto him where art thou and he said i heard thy voice in the garden and i was afraid because i was naked and i hid myself what is this naked see the past the pastor the pork chop eaters will say that he had no clothes that's not let's look at the book very very quickly because brothers and sisters i i get upset when i sometimes when i see um these men you know we all get upset we just wanna just i mean It makes you want to slap somebody. But we must control ourselves, conduct ourselves as adults. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 40, let everything be done in decency, in decent and in order, decently and in order. I should say, I'm paraphrasing. But let's look at naked. 2 Chronicles 28, verse 19 says, For the Lord brought Judah low because of Ahaz, king of Israel. For he made Judah naked and transgressed sore against the Lord. To be naked was because of transgression. (laughs) Exodus 32. See, they don't understand the parable, and they don't want you to think that transgression caused the fall of Adam but it did Exodus 32 Exodus 32 verse 25 says and Moses saw that the people were naked for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies the shame the shame was they had sinned before God in honoring the gods of Egypt, thou shalt not worship any other gods before me is the first commandment. But they made two calves of gold and began to do worship as they did in Egypt idolatry, abomination, abominable practices that God took them from by giving them the commandments of life let's go back to Deuteronomy 28 and what what I wanted to do because I wanted to show you that Adam and even before I go back to Deuteronomy 28 because I do this all the time I I like to give you the full scoop I cannot give you half of anything remember the Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 3 book of Genesis chapter 3 verse Um, let's see what was I he said yes there it is in um, verse 10 it says and he said I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself see Adam hid himself What does that mean? Let's go to the book of Ezekiel 31. Ezekiel 31. Now, this is about the Assyrian. Ezekiel, again, is about a parable. A parable, brothers and sisters, is the secrets of wisdom God mentioned in Job 11, verse 6, that are double to that which is. A similitude of one thing, like God calls man beast, Ecclesiastes 3.18. He refers to man as beast as a similitude, as he refers to man as trees, as we read in Psalms 1, verse 3. I want to pick that up real quick before we go to Ezekiel 31. Psalms 1, verse 3 says, let's read Psalms 1 verse 2 and 3 but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night and he shall be like a tree planted by the river of the water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season and his leaves his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper now verse 1 Of psalms 1 says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and his light is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night verse 3 says and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. See, in time, they're going to prosper. So we're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 31 and get an in-depth look on exactly how Adam's uh, sin had him cursed by God. We'll go into that after the commercial break you're listening to a light to the children's Ministries with your host the apostle Reuben. stay tuned now before the break brothers and sisters we were talking about um adam's sin now what i want to do I want to go to Job chapter 31. We're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you that Adam transgressed. Job 31, 33 says, If I covered my transgressions with an S as Adam by hiding mine iniquity in my bosom. See, the first thing Adam did was he hid his iniquity. When he was hiding amongst the trees. Now I heard Preflo Dollar, one of Preflow Dollars teachings talking about the Ten Commandments were not um it was it were not in the love beginning. It was the it was just the makeup of the mind and stuff like No, see brothers and sisters, no. Paul says this, let's go back. We, we just got the reading Job, uh 31 verse 33 if i covered my transgressions is that let's go to the book then we're going to go to ezekiel 31 let's get the book of romans chapter 4 and i want to read verses uh, 15. Watch this. I'll read 14 and 15. It says, For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise is made none effect. Now, here's what they use to say that if people that keep the law are heirs, then faith are made void. Now, when you go back and look at not look at i keep saying look but listen to my podcast episode faith misunderstood by sunday churches you'll find that faith was in keeping the ten commandments this is why they never want to go teaching faith as it was written second corinthians 4 13. they want to try to put it past you we want we don't want to go back to the words of genesis to malachi to define faith let's just make a faith from our wisdom like i said in first corinthians 2 and 5. that your faith stand not in the wisdom of men not the bible the wisdom of men it's his wisdom and his faith but there's only one faith and it has been from the beginning as it is written as paul said in second corinthians 4 13. Paul didn't know anything about the gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He only knew the Old Testament, as he said in Acts 24, verse 14. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so I worship the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and the prophets. So Paul believed in the Old Testament and with all his heart. Romans chapter 4 verse 15 I wanted to read this It says because the law worketh wrath for where no law is there is no transgression Adam and Eve could not commit sin unless there was a law No law no transgression We can go to Romans chapter it says Romans chapter 5 verse 12 says wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned." watch this for until the law sin was in the world for until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Now, Paul is talking about two laws here. Because when he says, for until the law, sin was what law? When you go back up to verse 11, it says, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ by whom we have now received atonement atonement was in b- the blood of bulls and ghosts as it says in the book of leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 leviticus 17 the biblical priesthood see this is what a lot of pastors won't uh, teach you they won't teach it leviticus chapter 17 Verse 11 says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, the flesh of the bull and the goat, or the flesh of the oxen, or the flesh of the turtle dove, whichever God, ever to your means, which you can afford, God took turtle doves, he took goats, oxen, sheep, whatever you had to atone for your sins. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, I have given it unto you, upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls for it is the blood that maketh atonement for your souls but now according to Romans 5 and 9 Christ's blood makes atonement for our souls no longer the law of sacrifice let's go back let's let's hurry let's hurry let's hurry Ezekiel 31 Let's find out about this hiding and this fall of Adam. Ezekiel 31, verse 9. Wait a minute. I'll say this. I'll start reading from verse 8. It says, And the cedars in the garden of God could not hide him. The fir trees hide him. Hide first because they couldn't hide him from god he tried to hide himself but he couldn't the fir trees were not like his bows, and the chestnut trees were not like his branches nor any tree in the garden of god was like unto him and his beauty he's talking about adam in a parable for i have made him fair by his multitude of his branches so that all the trees of eden That were in the garden of God envied him. What? Trees don't envy. As I said, it's a parable. He's talking about people. Your a tree outside of your house doesn't envy anything. Let's understand the parable. But watch verse 10. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, because thou hast lifted up thyself in height, and he hath shot up his top among the thick bows, and his heart is lifted up in his height what does it mean the heart is lifted up what does that mean let's look at the book of Deuteronomy 8. well how does how does how was Adam's heart lifted up Deuteronomy 8 verse 14 it says this it says then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the lord thy god which brought thee out of the land brought thee forth out of the land of egypt from the house of bondage who led thee through the great terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought who brought thee forth water out of the rock Flint, who fled, who led, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove thee, to do the good at thy latter end. See, to forget God is found in Hosea four six, not keeping the commandments. Your heart be lifted up and you forget God see this is what Adam did his heart was lifted up and he forgot God watch this Ezekiel 31 verse 11 says I have therefore delivered him into the hand of the mighty one of the heathen and he shall surely deal with him I have driven him out for his wickedness So Adam's transgression is witnessed as a stranger the terrible of the nations have cut him off and have left him upon the mountains and in the valleys and in the branches and his branches are fallen and his bows are broken by all the rivers of the land and all the people of the earth are gone down from his shadow and have left him watch this I want to skip down to verse 15 and I'm going to read verse 16. It says, Thus saith the Lord God, this is Ezekiel 31, 15. And the day when he went down to the grave, I caused a mourning. I covered the deep for him, and I restrained the floods thereof, and the great waters were stayed. And I caused Lebanon to mourn for him, and all the trees of the field fainted for him. Verse 16. I made the nations to shake at the sound of his fall when I cast him down to hell with them that descend into the pit, and all the trees of Edom, Eden, the choice and best of Lebanon, and all that drink water shall be comforted in the nether parts of the earth. They also went down into hell with him, unto them that be slain with the sword, and they that were his arm and dwelt under his shadow in the midst of the heathen. Hell was in the midst of the heathen. That's why Isaiah 5 verse B. See, people keep thinking hell is below the ground, some hot place where the devil. No, hell there 513 Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13 therefore my people are gone into slavery captivity is slavery because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and the multitude dried up with thirst therefore hell hell is in slavery Hath enlarged itself and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp, and he that rejoices descended into it hell is none of the ground folk hell is in slavery hell is on earth hell is among the heathen let's go back to deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. And I want to start in verse 31. Deuteronomy 28, verse 31. God says, In thy ox, Deuteronomy 28, 31, thy ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof, and thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face, and shall not be restored unto thee. Thy sheep shall be given to thine enemies and thou shalt not have none to rescue them. Nobody's going to rescue you from this. This this is going to happen during the curse. All of these curses are simultaneous, but they're just listed. They're just listed. Watch this. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given to another people, and thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no might in thy hand. The fruit of thy land and thy labor shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always, so that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. Now remember, God said that your enemy is going to do this. Now let's let's go back and look at the law. Deuteronomy 19 because this is all going to come together. Deuteronomy 19, verse 14. Deuteronomy 19, verse 14 says, Thou shalt not remove thy neighbor's landmark, which they said of old time, which of old time have set in thine inheritance, excuse me, which thou shalt inherit in the land that the Lord thy God giveth thee to possess. I'm going to read it again, and the reason why is because I'm going to show you something. Thou shalt not remove thy neighbor's landmark, which they of old time have set in thine inheritance, thine inheritance, which thou shalt inherit in the land that the Lord thy God giveth thee to possess it. Very, very important to remember that, because that is a law. That is a law. also i want to go back to another law in the book of exodus book of exodus chapter 20 let me see. exodus chapter 21 verse 16 says this and he that stealeth a man and selleth him or if he be found in his hand he shall surely be put to death when it says he that still a the man i'm going to show you what that means now these were laws in israel you shall not remove the landmark set for thine inheritance you shall not steal a man these were laws but your enemies would not abide by these laws See, God gave law, these laws to Israel. But your enemy, would they abide by these laws? See, this is the curse. The curse, God is bringing these curses upon thee. He's telling you. Remember, we just read Deuteronomy 28, verses 31. Thy sons thy daughters shall be given to another other people. Another people. And I shall look and fail and longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no mind in thy hands. You will not be able to redeem them if they were taken. Now, I want you to understand something, brothers and sisters. We, we're going to come back to Deuteronomy 28. But the inheritance, the inheritance that you're going to be given, thou shall not remove the landmark. Now, I'm going to show you something, brothers and sisters. See, I... I don't know if I can make two parts of this, you know, like two Sabbaths, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to what Moses gave the children of Israel. He's going to give a blessing to the children of Israel. He's going to say this. I want you to listen up. It says in Deuteronomy 33, verse 1 and this is the blessing word with moses the man of god blessed the children of israel before his death so here is a blessing i want you to take a look at one of these blessings Pay attention i just want to focus on this one it says in deuteronomy 33 verse 15 for the chief things out of the ancient mountains for the precious things of everlasting hills for the precious things of the earth and his fullness thereof as for the good will of him that dwelleth in the bush let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the heads of him that was separated from his brethren he's talking about Joseph because Joseph was separated from his brethren Watch this. His glory is like the first things of of his bullock. And the horn uh, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With them, his horns, he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. And they are the ten thousand of Ephraim and the thousands of Manasseh. Verse 18. And of Debulon, he said, rejoice, Debulon, in thy goings out, and Isaacar in thy tents. Watch this. They shall call the people unto the mountain. There, there they shall offer sacrifices of righteousness, for they shall sup of the abundance of the seas and the treasures. Hid in the sand. I see Moses is giving Israelites blessings, but these blessings are not open as they should be to the eye, because of what has been done over the, the I should say centuries and decades of preachers parakeeting the same old regurgitated garbage they've been teaching the people in the attempt to assimilate them among the former enemy caucasians and negroes were enemies now it says he shall push his people to the ends of the earth so israel will be pushed to the ends of the earth the full planet. how about that they just wouldn't be in one area of the earth but another area of the earth only israel this is this prophecy is for israel not all nations israel so let's look at the other side of that Let's go to the book of Abba. I just want to go to the book of book before we go back to the Deuteronomy 28, because this is setting up. Abba 1 and 9. This is the prophet Abba, and he saw something that we need to take a look at. He did see something. of chapter 1 and verse 4. I'm going to read verse 4 first. It says, therefore the law is slack, judgment doth never go forth, for the wicked doth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Behold, ye among the heathen, and regard and wonder marvelously, for I will work a work in your days which ye will not believe, though it be told you. That's Acts 13, verse 41. That was quoted. Now, watch this, verse seven. They are terrible and dreadful. Their judgment and their uh, dignity shall proceed of themselves. Their horses also are swifter than leopards. Remember the leopards? See, they're giving you clues, brother. the leopards, remember the leopards was the Grecians, and are more fierce than the evening wolves. And their horsemen shall spread themselves and their horsemen shall come from far and they shall fly as the eagle that hastens to eat now remember deuteronomy 28 verse 49 says this is this is what the curses, and the lord shall bring a nation against thee from far from the end of the earth as swift as the eagle flyeth a nation whose tongue Thou shalt not understand. Verse 50, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show a favor to the young. See, when we read Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 4, we see again that the law is slack. Israel cannot manage to keep and apply the law. This is why it says in Isaiah 5, verse 6. Isaiah 5, verse 6. I think that's what it is. Just pay attention to this. Isaiah 5, verse 6. Pay attention to what it says, says. We'll start in verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God, This is Jerusalem. I have set it in the midst of the nations and the countries that are round about her. And she has changed my judgments into wickedness more than the nations, and my statutes more than the countries that are round about her, for they have refused my judgments and my statutes, they have not walked in them. See, for some reason, brothers and sisters, not keeping the commandments, God bringeth evil as you know it says in deuteronomy 28 verse 46 and they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder upon thy seed forever because thou servest not the lord thy god with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things see again and again From the time of adam till the time of deuteronomy 28 and i'm going to show you here in a minute we go into the new testament from the time of christ it was the same theme the book chapter 1 verse 9 says they shall come all for violence Their faces shall sup up as the east wind. Why? The east wind traveleth west. And they shall gather the captivity as the sand. Who are the captivity? As as the sand. Well, as you know, what a grain of sand, you pick up sand, sand runs. That's how many people. Never a time in history until the middle passage. And I'll say even before then. And they shall scoff at kings and princes, shall be a scorn unto them. They shall derive every stronghold, for they shall heap up dust and take it. Treaties, trickery, heap up dust and take it. You ever been in a fight? You ever seen a fight? Excuse me. And a man throw dust into the air to blind his opponent so he can attack. That's what that's like. Then shall his mind change and he shall pass over and offend, imputing this the power of his God. But watch this. See, he's going to impute that this is the power of his God. his imaginary God that he created, his idol. But he says he shall change, his mind shall change and he shall offend. But this is after he's taken the people into captivity. Then his mind shall change and he shall lie. What is that talking about? You're going to find out, brothers and sisters, when I go into the part the time of Christ watch this let's go back to the book of Deuteronomy real quick and before then I want to say this because I, I want you to hear this woman and uh what she's going to be talking about um remember, We go to Jeremiah fifty verse thirty three, because the doctrine of the Christian Church is incomplete. It has always been incomplete. I'm going to show you that in Jeremiah fifty verse thirty three, it says, "Thus saith the Lord of hosts: The children of Israel and the children of Judah were oppressed together, and all them, all that took." them captives held them fast and refused to let them go why let's go back to jeremiah that was jeremiah 50 verse 33. let's go back to jeremiah 50 verse 6. it says my people have been a lost sheep remember christ said in matthew 15 verse 24 i am come from the lost sheep of the house of israel matthew 18 verse 11 i am come to save that which is lost this is what it's referring to they won't read the old testament my people have been a lost sheep their shepherds caused them to go astray they have turned them away on the mountains they have gone from the mountains to heal they have forsaken their resting place this is what they've done now brothers and sisters when we come back from the break we're going to go a little bit deeper. You're listening to A Light to the Children's Ministries with your host, the Apostle Reuben. Stay tuned. Now, what I wanted everybody to understand was this when you start to read the Bible, the Bible does not mention names and i would mean what they have created now in the new times but when you talk about babylon that's why it says in jeremiah 50 verse 6 the word that the lord spake against babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans" by jeremiah the prophet now he spoke this through jeremiah but i'm going to tell you something let's look at psalms 137 let's look at psalms 137 it says this it says in psalms 138 verse one well, excuse me psalms chapter 137 verse one it says by the rivers of babylon we sat down gave yea, we wept when we remembered Zion, we hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, for there they were carried us away captive, required of us a song. Now you can read through the Bible. David seeing something in the spirit, they required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, laughter, saying. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Swing low, sweet chariot. See, you gotta understand. What David is saying here. But watch this. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Land of captives. A strange land is the land of our captivity. Now. The way this works is David sees things the way it's mentioned in Job 11, verse 6, the secrets of wisdom are doubled. And when he sees it, he's seeing Joel 3, verse 6. We're going to go to Joel, but, but, but before we do that, I want to mention... I'm going to finish this up. It says, remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, raise it, raise it, even unto the foundation of it; Burn it, burn it. Raise it, raise it. Destroy it, destroy it. It says, O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us as thou have done to us so I want you to understand the Bible also calls a different people Babylon this is what you have to understand another people are called the daughter of Babylon that's why in Revelations 18 why do you think Revelations 18 Verse four, it says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Not all people, my people. That ye not be partakers of her sins, that ye not receive. Not that ye receive not of her plagues. Verse five, for her sins have reached unto heaven and god hath remembered her iniquities watch i'm going to show you who is my people matthew 2 and 6. matthew 2 verse 6 says and thou bethlehem in the land of judah are not the least among the princesses of judah for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people, Israel. So when you see come out of her, my people, and you see the same thing in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse 6, where it says, Flee out of the midst of Babylon and, every, and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He will render a recompense her is the united states of america the land of confusion the land of mingled people as it says in jeremiah 50 verse 37 but what i want to focus on is the fact that the children of israel and judah were oppressed together when you look at oppressed i'm going to show you what oppressed is When you look at oppressed, Psalms 119, verse 121, says, I have done judgment and justice. Leave me not to my oppressor. Watch Psalms 119, verse 134. Psalms 119, verse 134 said, Deliver me from the oppression of man, so I will keep thy precepts. Because oppression is against the law. Oppression is against the law. Against it. I keep telling you, brothers and sisters, oppression is against the law. I've been telling I tell people this all the time. Remember, I um I want you to listen to this again. I want you to listen once again to this, listen to this.
1: In this edition, an extended interview with the clinical psychologist, Dr. Joy DeGruy, widely acclaimed for her lectures on post-traumatic slave syndrome. Now, post-traumatic slave syndrome.
0: Teachers college,
1: do you see much in the way of Black history being uh, made part of the, the curriculum, or is it an elective <laughs> as opposed to being a required?
2: Well, you have Black History Month. What do you people want? <laughs> um, I think it's a notion. I think Black history and the studying of Black history is sort of like a notion, wouldn't that be nice? What if we did? What if we did have black history and we studied it? I don't believe that it is taken seriously in terms of curricular materials. And in fact, I think it's avoided. Most places I go, they just don't see the relevance of it. You know, again, it's, it's something like I, I, I had a, a recent experience at the, uh, the opening of the vi- visitor center at the African burial ground. You realize that those bones rewrote history. They really did. Because they told on us in the sense that, you know, we, we, when, we, when we think of enslavement or slavery, you think about the South, those people in the South. All 13 colonies had slavery, including New York. And so are they going to change the textbooks to be reflective of that? Or are they going to say, oh, yeah, and by the way, there's a burial ground, as though it is a separate experience, an anomaly that we don't have to take any real um, focus on. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: Why? Because in those burial grounds, it tells the truth, the heritage, the heritage. When people are buried, they're buried with a heritage.
2: If you look at that burial ground, you learn how we lived and how we died.
0: How we lived and how we died.
2: which is not recorded uh, in the halls of of, of universities, you see. So that requires that we take that information and then infuse it into education. And if you're asking me if they're going to do that, certainly not. Even the information we knew prior to that has not been infused. It's not been infused. A whole period of enslavement, the Middle Passage, the Walk of Sorrow, the numbers that died en route to the slave castles, do you think they're going to infuse that into our curricular materials, or that we are going to insist that it happen.
1: There are those who say, well, let's put that behind us. That was in the olden days, and things are different now. Look, you even have an African American <laughs>
0: as president. Yeah. So a simulation again. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. I'm going to fast forward a little bit,
2: if you will. Um, did somehow the overrepresentation of African Americans and Latinos in the criminal justice system, de- did they go away? No. Did it even decrease? No. As a result of the advent of this, this great historical moment, has there been a change in ha- health disparities? No. In the poverty index? No. Has there been? Do, do you see what I'm saying? So it's almost like a nonsensical thing to say to me. Exactly. Because those... Uh, institutions that have historically been racist and biased and oppressive. Oppressive. Continue. The federal government said it twice themselves. They said, "Oh yeah, we we've oppressed you for a long time uh-huh. during enslavement. Yep. We oppressed you after enslavement against yep. Jim Crow, and we continue to oppress you."
0: Thank you. Psalms one nineteen. Psalms 119 verse 134 again deliver me from mine oppression, the, deliver me from the oppression of man so I will keep thy precepts because the oppression is against the law, the oppression started in slavery and is still going on you heard her say it we oppressed you in slavery, we in we oppress you and Jim Crow, and we're going to continue to oppress you. And they've continued to oppress us. But now let's get into the help. See, a slave master has help. Believe it or not, brothers and sisters, the help is the house Negro. You remember, Malcolm X said it best, the house Negro and the field negro he's telling you something here and i like when he says that i like when malcolm x says that it makes sense
3: goodbye
0: excuse me brothers and sisters. i was trying to get that video I want you to listen closely, but the commercial took part into it. I have to skip, I can't edit it out, but I want you to hear what Malcolm X is saying, just to hear it.
3: Slavery, when black people like me
0: talk to the slaves,
3: they didn't kill him. They sent some old house Negro along behind him to undo what he said. You have to read the history of slavery to understand this. There were two kinds of Negroes. There was that old house Negro and the field Negro. And the house Negro always looked out for his master. When the field Negroes got too much out of line, he held them back in check. He put them back on the plantation. The house Negro could afford to do that because he lived better than the field Negro. He ate better, he dressed better, and he lived in a better house. He lived right up next to his master in the attic or the basement. He ate the same food his master ate and wore his same clothes. And he could talk just like his master, master. good diction. And he loved his master more than his master loved himself. That's why he didn't want his master hurt. If the master got sick, he'd say, what's the matter, boss? We sick? When the master's house caught a fire, he'd try and put the fire out. He didn't want his master's house burned. He never wanted his master's property threatened. And he was more defensive of it than the master was. That was the house Negro. But then you had some field Negroes who lived in huts, had nothing to lose,
0: or the poor. They wore the
3: worst kind of clothes. They ate the worst food, and they caught hell. They felt the sting of the lash.
0: Like they we hated do today.
3: Their oh yes, they did. If the master got sick, they prayed that the master died. <laughs> <laughs> if the master's house caught a fire, they prayed for a strong wind to come along this was the difference between the two
0: and today you still have house negroes and field negroes now one of the field negroes was our lord and savior see people think think that that modern day pharisee are those that try to tell you to keep the law of god and you know, you know, the church has twisted it, fabricated it to make you think that the Pharisee kept the Ten Commandments. Well, they didn't. If they did, just think about it for a second. Think about it. Blessing if you keep it, cursed if you don't. Now, remember, I'm going to show you something. Let's get the book of Isaiah chapter 30 real quick before we move into the New Testament. Isaiah chapter 30, and we're going to start in verse, let's see, where do I want to start? Verse, okay, verse one. It says, Woe, Isaiah 30, verse 1. Woe to rebellious children, saith the Lord, that taketh counsel, but not of me, that covereth with the covering, but not of my spirit, that they add sin to sin. What is this covering? Let's go back to Isaiah 25. Isaiah 25, verse 7 says, And he will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering, the cast over all people and the veil that is spread all over the nation. See, the leaders of Israel were covering, self, covering up themselves with a covering, but not of the Lord. That house Negro, watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Isaiah 30, verse 9 that this is a rebellious people lying children that will not hear the law of the Lord which say unto the seers, see not, to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things, which is in the law, Psalms 19 and eight, the commandments are right. Speak unto us smooth things, prophesy deceits, Get ye out of the way, turn aside out of the path, cause the Holy One of Israel to cease before us. Watch verse 12. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon. See, our leaders, this is the leaders, they trust in the oppression. The assimilation of our people into a society that began as enemies heart change offense house negro trust in oppression let's assimilate with the people i played that clip with malcolm x where malcolm x said hey let's separate they say let's integrate that's is trusting in oppression you're going to see it in in the time of christ as we get ready and go into it watch this let's get the book of luke chapter one luke chapter one now remember you got your first you sadducee luke chapter one I'm going to read this. Verse 76. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for he shall go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, visited us. To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. What is watch this? Let's go back to the let's go back to Job chapter 10. I want to read this real quick. Job chapter 10 says this. Verse 21 and 22. It says before I go when I shall not return even into the land of the land of darkness and the shadow of death, a land of darkness as darkness itself and of the shadow of death without any order and where the light is as darkness." Same thing that it was said in the New Testament. What was the order? Remember, Psalms 119. See, i'm gonna tell you something brothers and sisters i look at the word Psalms 119 verse 133 says order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me iniquity is against order iniquity is against order so the children of israel would be in a land of darkness of the shadow of death without any order. Babylon, confusion. Men are getting married to men, women are getting married to women. This is the motto, watch this, this is the motto of, a confused nation proverbs 18 and 1 says through desire of man having separated himself seeketh and intermittent with all wisdom but watch this a fool hath no delight in understanding but that his heart may discover itself that you may think in your imagination that is this nation they are not about the laws of god anytime sodomy can go on in the church and your preachers like like they asked joel austin they said do you believe that a homosexual will get into the kingdom i believe they will but the bible said isaiah 3 the book of isaiah chapter 3 because i'm not going to focus on them we're talking about a thief a crooked person a liar a perjurer paul said all those things isaiah 3 Verse 9 says, The show of their countenance does witness against them, and they declare their sin is sodom, sodomy. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves. Say ye unto the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe unto the wicked! It shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be given him see there's no reward he said the first thing the same thing excuse me and first corinthians chapter six verse nine and ten you you have all of this confusion in the church which again happens in your captivity or your bondage or your slavery You're going to be told these things as long as you are. Let's go to watch this. Nehemiah 9, verse 37 says, And it yielded much increase to the kings whom thou hast set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and over our cattle at their pleasure and we are in great distress vaccine gotta take their own people is involved in it too but why are we why are we involved with that we're another nation besides them we're not the same nations we're negro they're caucasian but they have dominion over our bodies like In the time of Christ. Watch this. Matthew chapter 2, verse 14. And when he arose, he took the young child, talking about Christ and his mother by night and departed in Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod. It might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord. Spoken of the Lord by the prophets, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. Then Herod saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth and slew the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coast of from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently acquired of the wise men. Man, he slew. And you gotta think about this for a second, folks. Folk. Herod sent soldiers and killed babies. Kick you gotta imagine. Mothers are holding their children and the Roman soldiers are snatching them out of their hands and slaying them. Where are the Pharisee and the Sadducee? They're the leaders of the people. Death going on, but nothing being said by the leaders. George Floyd, Mr. Aubrey, Botham gene over and over again the list goes on but td jakes and creflo dollar and all your religious leaders never speak up Shh. because it's about religion folk Pharisee never done anything why watch this you think the pharisee were keeping the law let's go the book of john chapter 8 verse 44 he's talking to the pharisee him and the pharisee are having an argument and you know he said in the first in the book of john chapter 7 verse 7 and this is my favorite verse he says the world cannot hate you but me it hateth because i testify it that the works of thereof are evil, are sinful. Evil pursueth sinners. Proverbs 13, verse 21. Evil pursueth sinners. The Pharisee was not keeping the law, the Ten Commandments. They were about the temple. That's why John 8 44 says, Ye of your father, the devil and the lust of your father ye will do for he was the murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth the truth is in the law romans 2 and 20 malachi 2 and 6 psalms 119 verse 151 because there is no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh his own for he is a liar and the father of it let's skip down to verse 47. Now verse 46 says which of you convinces me of sin if i say the truth why do ye not believe me why do you not believe in me why do you not believe what i say he that is of god heareth god's words therefore ye hear them not because you're not of god the pharisee did not care about the words of god they cared about the works of the temple to bring themselves pleasure and money. That's why in John 11, verse 47, it said, verse 47 says, Then gathered the chief priests and Pharisee and and said, What do we? For this man doeth many miracles. Teaching was one of them. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him. And the Romans, the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. Why? Because Israel would be reformed morally, moral reformation back into the laws of God. That's not what the Romans needed. They knew and the Pharisee knew that they would be cursed if they remain in their sins Christ were looking at men much like we look on today that tried to keep the people in their sins stay tuned folks i'm going to come back to conclude this
1: the white power structure today is just as much uh, interested in perpetuating slavery as the white power structure was a hundred years ago, only now they use modern methods of doing so and uh, realizing that the black people in this country are waking up and becoming filled with a desire to be uh, looked upon as men and as human beings, the white power structure to slow down that uh, struggle for freedom and human dignity uh, uses tricks a uh, hundred years ago they could do it with chains today they they use tricks and one of the tricks that they've invented is, is this token integration to give the get Negro, so-called Negro leaders to accept a few token crumbs of integration that don't solve any problem for the masses of black people in this country whatsoever, but it does make the hand-picked Negroes uh, be satisfied to slow down the cry of the masses. And
0: What do we? for if they believe on this man, Rome will come and take away our place and nation. Because they know that if Israel remains in sin, the curse shall remain upon them. And it was slavery, captivity. See when we go to i'm going to show you when we go to the book of matthew matthew chapter 17 matthew chapter 17 and we're going to start verse 24. it says and when they were come to capernaum they received tribute money came to peter and said does your master pay tribute and he said verse 25 yes And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon, of whom do kings of the earth take custom or tribute, of their own children or of strangers? And Peter said unto him, Of strangers. And Jesus said unto him, Then are the children free. Oh, so Israel is in bondage to Rome. Hmm. Tribute was a form of bondage. Let's go to Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Because he said, Then are the children free? Matthew 22, verse 16. It says, And they sent out unto him the disciples with the herodians saying master we know that thou art true and teachest the way of god and truth neither carest thou for any man for thou regardest not the persons of men tell us therefore what thinkest thou is it lawful lawful is it in the law Is it lawful to give tribute to Caesar or no? But Jesus perceived their wickedness. See, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get Christ killed. They know if he says no, they go back. Watch, you're going to see. I'm going to show you. But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why tempt me, ye me, ye hypocrites, you sinners, show me the tribute money and they bought unto him a penny and he said unto them who is this image and superscription and they said unto him caesar then said he unto them render therefore unto caesar the things which are caesar's and unto gods the things that are gods separate the things that are God give to him, the things that are Caesar's give to him. Now, what did they do? Luke 23, watch, watch this, Luke 23. How did they try to, one of the ways they try to set Christ up, Luke 23, verse 1. And the mul- whole multitude of them arose and led him unto Pilate, the Romans and they began to accuse him saying we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to caesar saying that he himself is christ a king they try- now remember christ just told them render unto caesar what is caesar's render unto god what is god's but they just accused him saying that he told was going around telling the nation not to pay tribute to the romans they flat foot lied. that's why christ said in john 7 verse 19 john 7 19 says did not moses give you the law and yet none of you keep the law Why go ye about to kill me? See, the Pharisee did not keep the law. The Pharisee's allegiance was not with their own nation at all. Watch Christ. Matthew 12. Matthew 12, and I'm going to read this one verse. Matthew 12, verse 29. I guess I'll read 29 and 30. It says, Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first find the strong man? The strong man, he's talking about Rome. They're in servitude and are captive to Rome. Remember the babies? You think that a nation would let their children get killed by another nation and not fight as if a nation kills another nation of people and their leaders not fight then he will spoil his house verse 30 he that is not with me is against me and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad let's go back to the book of Jeremiah. who's scattering who's scattering abroad who's doing the scattering back to jeremiah 50 verse 6 and 7. jeremiah 50 verse 67 says my people have been a lost sheep and their shepherds have caused them to go astray and they have turned them away on the mountains and have gone from mountain to hill they have forgotten their resting place Verse 7, all that found them have devoured them and their adversaries say we offend not because they have sinned against the Lord and the habitation of, the, of justice, even the Lord the hope of their father. See, as long, see nations, they always say, well, you know, that was back then, you know, we we're we're not, you know, it's it's not like that now. Yeah, our forefathers did, but now we're not offending anymore. Christ is gonna come save us all. You all ought to forget about the past, you know. But the point is, brothers and sisters, that the scattering was going on by the Pharisee. And Rome and and the Jew, these Jews show their allegiance in john 19 and verse 15 when it says but they cried out away with him away with him crucify him pilate said unto them shall i crucify your king the chief priest answered we have no king but caesar see their allegiance was withdrawn as long as rome let them keep their place and make their money which was their sacrifices and keep the people in sin it was all right just like your td Jakes, your creflo dollar your tony evans and your anita Byners, and your bishop e.g patterson's and your Donnie McClurkins, and your whoever keep you in sin they keep you in the captivity of bondage because they know that the freedom first is in the law that's why christ said you shall know the truth the truth is the law and the truth shall make you free see we know that first john 3 verse 8 says he who committeth sin is of the devil that's why in the book of the Vax chapter 10 verse 38 it says how God anointeth Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good which is law Romans 7 verse 12 Deuteronomy 6 verse 18 Deuteronomy 6 24 we can't change what the Bible says about good. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with them. Folk, brothers and sisters, slavery lasts as long as assimilation allows. it. That is why this doctrine that was discovered Earlier in this century of Deuteronomy 28 is playing a big part in disrupting what these preachers took years to build, decades, centuries to build and keeping the people docile, complacent, sleep, trusting in oppression. Proverbs three, 3 verse thirty-one says. Envy not the oppressor and choose none of his ways, but our people do. So we will continue to pay taxes to another nation. We will continue to be borrowers and servants to the lender, as it says in Proverbs 22, verse 7. We will continue this here. And this is the final verse that i'm going to read this is why david writes this in the book of psalms chapter 90. in the book of psalms chapter 90 it says 90 verse 9 it says for all our days are passed away in wrath we spend our years as a tale that is told. Our days, the days of our years are threescore and 10 years, and if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet in their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away." See brothers and sisters? Slavery, first is in the mind and Our people that trust like Isaiah 28 verse 15 and I know I said I was just going to read that final scripture but Isaiah 28 verse 15 says because ye have said we made a covenant with death and with hell we are at agreement When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hid ourselves. See, our leaders have done that. Under falsehood, they hide themselves under the idea of integration to a destroyed nation. That's why Martin Luther King, when he said, I've integrated my people to the burning house, death too soon see that hell that hell found in isaiah 5 13 it said therefore my people therefore my people israel have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and the honorable men famished and the multitude dried up with thirst therefore hell have enlarged itself and open their mouth without measure. Brothers and sisters, hell is full right now with people with no knowledge. And as long as we continue in that, we will see slavery every day. But the rulers of our people say that we are free. With that brothers and sisters happy sabbath and all praises to the most high be sure brothers and sisters to join us next week in another episode of the light to the children's ministries where we break down scripture for the salvation of our people